Tim Geiser, MXGP of Germany. 1-1, uh, perfect weekend actually, every single session, pretty dominant across the board. I, yeah, little mistakes here and there, first motor you tipped over, but nothing major. And yeah, all in all, just exactly the way you'd want a weekend to go. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, uh, couldn't wish for a better weekend. Uh, going 1-1 one, one, uh, for overall, I mean, like, it's just unbelievable. Uh, I'm so happy and... Uh, yeah, like first motor, like you said, I, I make a little mistake in on the beginning of the race, let's say like four, four, fourth lap or something like that. Uh, was nothing too big, I mean like just uh, lose the front end and crash in the corner. Uh, but then I try to regroup as soon as, as, soon as possible and uh, yeah, I make again like comfortable lead, like 12 seconds and then uh, control the race. So it was, 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 a, was a good one. I kind of felt like at the beginning of the second moto, you maybe settled into it a little bit more. You didn't really push for limits as much as maybe in the first one. You just kind of sat at a two to three second lead and were uh, taking your time, I guess. Was that kind of an effort after the mistake in the first one? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the track was uh, was, was was really deep with many ruts and uh, was it was easy to make a mistake. So I, I didn't want to go over my myself. So I was uh, riding in my comfort zone and... Uh, you know, when I make like gap five seconds, then I just control the race uh, because, like I mentioned also in the press, it was like the sun was quite low, yes. and then especially the, the the you know like when you went like there on the triple, you were like almost blind, you couldn't see. Uh, so, yeah, I was riding a smart race, let's say second one. All in all, though, I don't feel like you are actually riding at 100% as in pushing your limits at all this weekend. I feel like had someone stepped up and pushed you, you would have been able to just go, OK, watch this and turn it up again. Yeah, I mean, like uh, I was enjoying and uh, yeah, like like I said, I was riding in comfort zone, didn't didn't push like uh, 100% and, uh, you know, I was enjoying a lot. So, uh, yeah, well, that's definitely always a great feeling. I mean, like when when you know that... Uh, you are not that, you know, you don't need to push 100% and then you, you're still leading and uh, that's definitely a great feeling, yeah. Do you feel like you were riding better than you have done all year this weekend? Or is there one race where you feel like, this year at least, that you feel like you were at your very, very, very best? I mean, like, I, I like these this kind of tracks and uh, it, it was really good to have a really technical tra- track after a couple of GPs where the tracks were quite smooth yep. and uh, quite flat. Uh, so, uh, you know, like, uh, especially here, you can really, really make a difference. I mean, like, with the line selection and then also with the riding technique and everything. So uh, I, was, I was enjoying a lot. And uh, let's say, uh, definitely, it, it was a great, great win uh, going Go, you know like I was I was first in every session and also like it was just unbelievable to take also three whole shots even in quali race yesterday and uh, today in first and second moto so uh, I'm really happy with that improvement as well because we were uh, we were struggling with the starts on the begin- beginning of the season and now uh, we are slowly you know like getting better and figuring out uh, where we can work on it and uh, finally also the starts are paying off Obviously, a lot's changed in the championship. You came in with a 33-point lead. It's now 83, so that's a good change for you. Are you changing anything yourself, though, to like accommodate that? Like, Obviously, now, with your main competitors out, you don't need to push your limits. So is that kind of in the back of your mind, or are you trying to not let it affect you? I mean, like, 
I don't want to think up, think like that because otherwise I'm gonna start to ride uh, not comfortable. Yeah. I mean, like uh, I just want to go in the race and have fun and. Uh, Definitely, I have to be smarter. I have to ride smart as well. But like, as long as I have a fun on the track, uh, I know that I can go there and uh, win the motos, win the GP. So uh, that's that's the goal for now, for upcoming races, just to go there and have fun, enjoy the racing, like like I do now. And uh, I think that's that's really good uh, way. It's funny whenever like contenders get injured, the fans or industry or whoever always think like, oh. Tim must be so happy if he's now got a clear path to the title and he doesn't need to worry. But being a racer, you obviously want to go up against the very best guys. And for instance, like you've never actually raced hurlings on a 450 when you've both been at the very top. And I'm sure you're quite excited to finally do that. So like, it is a bummer that they're out. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like with Jeffrey, we never, like you said, we never, we never raced when we were both 100%. With Tony, we did. I mean, like Tony, this beginning of the season, he was like strong. Uh, He was, I think, at his best yeah. and uh, yeah with Jeffrey like I said we never we never met when we were like both on the good form uh, hopefully in the future we can do that <laughs> and uh, obviously you said you like this track you like this kind of track there's been a lot of talk about track prep this year though people are blaming that maybe for all of the injuries what do you think obviously there has been some races where there's been too much track prep but then they left it this weekend so what do you think overall I think like if we are honest never it's going to be perfect you know like we are we are humans and everybody thinks differently but uh i mean like uh, how the track was prepared today i think was a good track uh it should be like that on the gps i think the track like it, like it was in russia was a bit too smooth uh i mean like without any ruts uh, without many bumps uh, but I think the crew, you know, the, the guys who, who are preparing the tracks, they are definitely giving their best and uh, they are trying to trying to do as much they can, you know, between the brakes because we don't have such a big brakes between the motos and also we have like many categories during the weekend. It's not just World Championship, but also European Championship. But um, yeah, I think, I think like uh, maybe in Russia and uh, Kegums, the tracks were a little bit too smooth for us i mean for world championship uh so i kind of like pre- prefer to have tracks like that when you have many lines when they don't work so much between the motors yep. on the tracks uh so yeah that's my opinion yeah because obviously this looks gnarly like this is gnarly this is rough but that's actually better because a the best riders like yourself can kind of show what they can do exactly. and it's slower so that means there's less risk and all of that yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree with uh, with you. Uh, it's like way more technical, and uh, on the track like that, you can make a difference uh, if you are better. Uh, if if you know, like in Russia, you can see that top twenty guys were like just separated by. I mean, on the lap time, we were just like two seconds or even like less. Yeah. So like we were really, really together because everybody, when it's flat, everybody can push. Uh, so uh, yeah, and also I think it's safer as well because the pace is not on such a high. I mean, like it's not such a fast, yep. but uh, it's like uh, really technical. So I think that's that's good and better. And uh, finally, on to Indonesia. Do you like that crazy, crazy, crazy place? <laughs> um, yeah, like it's it's always fun to go there i mean like it's completely different world and everything is completely different but um, i'm really looking forward to go there uh, especially the first round because 
it's going to be a new track, uh, new for everyone, so uh, really excited to see what kind of track they're going to prepare. And then second one, it's Semarong, it's the track that I like, so uh, yeah, really excited, excited to go in there. Yeah, Jorge Prado, MXGP of Germany, uh, another 1-1, extended your series lead by more than six points again. Uh, these are getting quite boring, because same old thing every single weekend. You no, know, it's uh, every weekend. It's uh, tough, especially this weekend. Um, on Saturday, I didn't, I didn't really feel comfortable in, uh, while riding, and uh, but today I, I really focused on on riding good, and and then first moto I was riding, I was riding okay, still I wasn't happy, and uh, but second moto was even better. Um, still a decent weekend, you know, very good because I won both motos. And uh, yeah, it was good because I also could uh, progress from Saturday to Sunday and I'm happy about that. Uh, speaking of Saturday, a few people have noticed that in free practice you sometimes lay back a little bit. I think you're playing a bit of games. Uh, is there any strategy to that? Like, Have you kind of made a note that in free practice each weekend you're just going to take it easy and not rush things? No, uh, honestly I don't know what happened uh, this time in free practice. <laughs> because I, I think I pushed one lap but uh, I also saw that the track was very muddy so... For example, the finish line, I didn't jump that one. And uh, I was riding very carefully because the track was full of mud. And it's, still, it's only free practice. So I took my time and uh, put a good lap on, on time practice and good quality race. So it was a good weekend overall. Uh, did you make one mistake all weekend? I think I saw one coming back across the start straight over that little step-up thing. I don't know when that was, but apart from that, I didn't see. Motor, Maybe, yeah. I didn't see anything else apart from that. Uh, well, on Saturday I did uh, like uh, three mistakes <laughs> on the quali- in quali race, uh, and then on on Sunday today I didn't really make one. Maybe once on the triple in the back, like on the face, oh, yeah. I, I lost my right hand. I don't know why. <laughs> so I was jumping with one hand, <laughs> and uh, quite weird. I lost it. So um, only one. So no, not really. No mistakes. I was riding carefully. Track was tough. So. I was just trying to ride uh, on the bags and trying to enjoy the, the tough track. Uh, you obviously weren't happy with the track prep last weekend in Latvia, yeah. and a lot of riders are talking about track prep this year. Uh, what did you think of it this weekend? Well, uh, in the sand, uh, for sure the ramps and, the, and the, well, the takeoffs and the landings should be prepped, and maybe the wave section, because it's, uh, those are things that really need to be uh, uh, ready uh, once we go out to the track, because it's uh, dangerous and safety goes first no so uh, uh but the rest of the track should be should be bumpy especially sand races because in the sand uh, if you don't have bumps i mean it's no sense but uh um today today track was was quite uh, quite rough they, they did a good job just uh they they rip very deep and we got some very deep lines and and uh, maybe if it was less ripped and not so would be different but is, like I said, it's, motocross needs to be different every weekend, and, and it is this weekend. I think it was the first race of this year that, that you really feel that the track was uh, physical demanding and, and, that, and that you get very big bumps and ruts, so totally different to the other rounds. And uh, I'll ask you this question again. We did it a few rounds ago. Everything's going perfect. Anything you need to work on? Anything at all? <laughs> well, for example, this weekend I didn't really feel uh, 100% comfortable, so... That made me think that uh, I still need to improve. Uh, there is a big, um, well, there is, 
I can make many improvements on me, the bike, just overall, um, especially me, because uh, I'm the guy on the bike and, and uh, physically I just need to get stronger. And But yeah, we are on the good way and we just need to keep working because I'm, I'm doing everything uh, the best I can. It's funny, today I saw someone say um, that I'll oh, wait till we get to Indonesia because Jorge struggles in the heat. Can you believe that people still think you struggle in the heat? Like, that was a long time ago. You've proved, like, that's not a thing anymore. People need to shut up. <laughs> I didn't know that people were still speaking about that because last year I won all the yeah. heat race. Like, these the people. Man, these people. But no, I mean, uh, the heat is affecting to, every, to all the riders. Some riders can uh, deal with it better than others. Uh, also, it's... Um, how you are you how good you are prepared to to suffer as well and and in those races you see who is physically like very very strong and but everything can happen i mean in indonesia those races are are something very special those are like two races that i really mark on my calendar to okay go there try to race and get back in one piece because you know you're far away of everything and and uh, you don't want to crash there so just trying to to be safe there and and at the same time do my best Arno Tonus MXGP of Germany you did it again it was a month ago that a podium was the most amazing thing ever and exciting and now it's just normal second overall which is better than third but again normal so just I guess what you expect now yeah but to be very honest I don't uh I don't expect even anything. I just go out there and give it all. So I keep this mentality. And this weekend was a bit more challenging. We had a tough Saturday. Uh, I was 14 in quality race, and it's not the easiest uh, start to uh, start from the outside. So I really had to uh, dig deep in that first turn and really uh, had a good jump. So I was super happy that I was in top five both one of those and start. And then uh, made my way through. Um, it was was pretty tough, you know, like having three um, GPs in a row like this for the body and, and everything. It's it's pretty pretty tough in those conditions. This weekend were were brutal. I, I mean, the track was so demanding. You had no time to rest or anything. So it was tough, but I'm happy I, I went through it and um, still have some point to work on. And but it's it's amazing to uh, yeah keep going on the podium. It's even hard to uh, realize. To be honest, after your qualifying race yesterday, I thought there was no chance of getting a podium, purely because 14th gate pick. I didn't see how you were going to get decent starts. Were you surprised that you managed to pull it off in both motos? Like, were even you a bit like, I don't know, this is going to be tough? Yeah, yeah. I had also, uh, I didn't want to think about it because, uh, anyway, I, I was trying to do my best to, um, to be on a podium or whatever, but for sure it was not the same mentality as the previous GP where I had good quality race I wasn't right inside and even with a bad jump you still alright you know there I had no choice I really had to to jump out front and even make the difference so um, yeah it was even more demanding uh, mentally I would say to uh, overcome this might be fear or feelings that it might be tough but uh, yeah it's, it feels even better though and uh, yeah I'm happy you obviously didn't get a chance to get too close to Geyser this weekend and see what he was doing, but on a track like this, do you have any idea what you can do to maybe step it up a level and match him? Yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah, he. I was really close in time practice yesterday on, on one lap, so I think the speed is there. He's just really able to find the flow in the motos and often be um, 
like get a whole shot i think both motos and really go for those first few laps so i think he really find his uh his rhythm and we know he's he's just a great rider so uh myself i still have to, to learn some stuff be uh yeah a bit smoother in some places i think he was very efficient on playing with the track and changing different lines and uh yeah myself i'm happy to be second but for sure i always have to learn and i will check out uh, tomorrow the race and see where uh, he was better you just mentioned how tough it is uh, three races in a row and uh, maybe that's something we need to think about with you because obviously you missed all of last year uh, your first year on a 450 you missed five six gps then in america you had lots of injuries and then even in mx2 you had injuries so to do a say you go to full distance and run a full mxgp season at this pace do you think maybe you've got to work ahead and make sure you're ready to fix physically to overcome that yeah of course but the work has been done way earlier you know i was uh off the bike for a year but i was not off the bike uh i mean off physically i was training a lot on, on the bicycle last year and tried to really build up an endurance that i could never do on when you're doing a season so i was doing stuff uh, that was really extreme for my body like some six six hours cycling i mean stuff like that that i don't really do normally when you're you're riding a a dirt bike so try to build an extra endurance and preparing the season in a bit of a different way so this was let's say the plus and i could use uh of my tough time and um yeah i had a full winter preparation so but like you said the race is different uh it takes a, a lot more to the body i mean uh the adrenaline and everything takes so much more energy than a winter preparation it's just different but um yeah, I try to manage uh, as good as I can. I have my recovery uh, at the right time and try to be uh, smart and we'll see how it goes. And uh, finally, just talk about this massive Yamaha battle that we've got going on at the moment. Obviously, it's quite intense on the track, but then off the track as well, you're all competing for contracts because everyone's up. So there's obviously a lot going on uh, in the blue battles. Uh, yeah, true. Um, but, you know, yeah, we might talk about it more, but as a rider, I don't really care whoever is around me i just want to uh pass him and do the best i can so uh on my side you know uh, i'm super happy with uh with the team at the moment and uh yeah hope we can continue together uh everything's going great also good you had a great weekend so uh we can keep the team like this and it's pretty much a dream team for us you know we train together really good friend great atmosphere everything's going well bike is working well so Hope we can keep going like this. Okay, uh, go to your pool in MXGP of Germany. Uh, obviously back on the podium, which is a big thing for you. It's been a rough couple of weeks, so I guess just with this result, it's just relief mainly. You know, we really need to build up always, always and always. And uh, being back on the podium, it's the main thing. Uh, actually, I was happy last week in, uh, in Latvia for my weekend. Uh, I was far away from uh, from podium. I was around fighting around the top 10, but uh, battery were empty because of, uh, of injury and crashes. So... It's like this, you know, I need to, to, to swallow it and, and go forward. So it's, uh, it has been tough, but uh, finishing motos has been helping me, you know, uh, to, yeah, finishing moto on two wheels has been helping me to build up my, my shape again. And uh, on those moments, it's tough to train also, you know, when you're in, uh, in between. So um, now this weekend, uh, the podium, I deserve it. So it doesn't uh, came for free. I went to search it in the, in the last uh, two, three corners. So uh, feeling really happy. You're obviously uh, not 100% yet. So how close to that are you? And what part of your body hurts the most? Actually, I, I, I got a big hit in, uh, in Portugal. That was really, really tough. You know, um, 
pretty tough and then uh, I had not so much luck in France and then I knocked myself down in uh, in Russia and from from the Russia's one uh, it has been uh, really really tough on the body uh, yeah when you knock yourself down it's pretty pretty heavy and uh, makes you really tired and uh, and also I, uh, I hurt my left hands so um, so yeah this uh, this 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 was it you know I still uh, still hurt but uh, but we continue here was really hard because the track was really enduro and uh, really had to clutch in many places and uh, and was pretty pretty hard but uh, today was a good day and uh, we start from there again you know I feel I, I could tra- I'm gonna train uh, good on the bike uh, before Indonesia before because before before those GP I couldn't really train uh, s- spend time on a bike and we really need it so it's the world championship the guys doesn't wait for us and uh, we need to, to keep pushing so um, so feeling happy right now and uh, happy to be back on the schedule hopefully next week is this one weekend off going to be enough time for you to make massive gains or will you only be a little bit better in Indonesia it needs to be a ma- massive gains it needs to you know uh, but still you know you can see uh, you can see a championship is long it's a tough one uh, level is really high and uh, hopefully to to be to be at my best uh, really soon. But uh, I really enjoyed uh, the moment today. So let's stay on on that touch and uh, and think about the future uh, tomorrow. These are health issues that you've got. It's not like a broken bone or a fracture or a dislocation or any of that. It's just aches and pains and comes from being beaten up, I guess. No, I got beat up, but uh, I had some uh, some uh, some some fracture on the left hand. Um, not fracture on the bone. Fracture on. Uh, all the things and uh, I mean I broke all the things so uh, still uh, still painful uh, but uh, but now it's going to be uh, it's going to be close to two three weeks next weekend and um, and I think I think we'll, we'll go we'll go good you know I will try to to be uh, training hard on the bike and then uh, going to Indonesia we cannot train so I will be uh, riding only the weekend and then back back to back weekend so this will give me uh, some rest and then back again a week of rest after Indonesia so soon we'll be back uh, you know, it's a tough one when you go for three GP in a row and, uh, <laughs> and you get beat up to, to the first one in Russia. You need to uh, to uh, to dig deep in Latvia and back again in uh, in Tachental. But uh, but here we are on the podium, so no excuse. You know, when you f- when you fill up the gate, you need to be hundred percent. This is how motocross it is. Uh, it is and. Uh, and, uh, and today um, I was behind the gate. I guess that's a tough thing, like in your situation when you're beaten up and dealing with all kinds of issues. People at home, people even at the races, they don't understand just how bad or painful it is. And, and then if you try and tell people, they say you're making excuses and like, you almost can't win in a situation like this. You just need to put your head down and come out the other side. Yeah, like we said, we need to dig deep, dig deep. And, uh, and also myself, you know, I don't put it in the social media and stuff. Some people like to, to put x-ray and stuff. Uh, echography and stuff it's uh, this is the the way everybody uh, leave it you know and uh, by myself I know I know what I have I know what I need to do to, to be back uh, at the top and uh, and I do so you know I don't really uh, it's not even in my mind to uh, to uh, of course I want to give the best for my fans you know but yeah when 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 there is some tough time you know they are also behind me in, in many many situations so I don't really complain you know there is a you can check on the negative, but there is a lot to check on the positive also, and I'm, most, I'm much more that kind of guy. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, I go from that. If the people think I finish uh, 10 and 15 just because it's, uh, it was a bad day, then okay, thank you. And uh, next, you know, it's, uh, no, when, uh, when you see me riding like this, it's because there is something. And uh, finally, just talking about positives, 
Uh, just talk about the setup that you've got at Wilvo currently. Obviously, you've got one of your best mates as a teammate. You've got a teammate who's actually competitive with you, which you haven't really had a proper battle with a teammate in over the years. Obviously, everyone's friendly. You're stoked for Arno when he does well. He's stoked for you when you do well. It's a tough thing to find in motocross, but I guess it helps you as a rider just to have that nice atmosphere. You know, we are buddies since we raced 85 together. So, um, so with Arno, we have been always, uh, always buddies when I was training with... Uh, with Baker, you know, in, Calif- in Florida, but after in, in California, I was at Harno's place when he was in the U.S. and uh, and then when he came here, he was at my place and stuff. So with Harno, we have uh, we we are friends. That that's it. That's the only word. So even if we will fight on uh, on the track, track is a track. And uh, and now I'm really uh, really happy. You know that he's riding good. Actually, I was riding good and he was riding shit, and I was riding shit and he was riding good. So it was was not that cool. But uh, but now we, this weekend we both ride good, so uh, so it's pretty cool, you know, and cool for the team. Like you said, you know, team is strong, and team believe, and and um, Louis really uh, really put a 14, and with the support from Monster Energy Yamaha behind, uh, and uh, the head of Vilvoin, it's uh, it's it's pretty awesome. So um, I think we didn't see uh, yet the, the the full potential of it, and it's uh, it's great, you know, it does a lot of, for the sport. So I'm really thankful that he that he helped us like this in uh, in the motocross world. You know, we we really need those kind of people, and um, and he's one of the greatest. So uh, so thanks to him for for the passion he has for motocross. Okay, uh, Dirk Grubel, MXGP of Germany, one man down again this weekend, but Alicia one man stepped up. Uh, second overall, I think, best result of his career, best take away the results, best riding of his career. So there's plenty to smile about, which is different to last week. <laughs> No, definitely. I mean, Tom really surprised us today. It didn't look that well yesterday. He uh, he faded away towards the end, like gave away three positions in the last lap. What is a pity. I mean, also the rider hates his ride, let's say then, you know, all the effort for nothing. But uh, today he showed really a big heart. And uh, in the first race, he, he just kept up with the speed from Horge. Probably he pulled him a bit, showed him some nice lines, what was also good to see. And... No, he just stay, stayed in second place easily till the end, and uh, that was good to see. Second race, we expected might the heat kick in a bit yeah. for him and uh, suffering more, but no, he still maintained third and uh, second overall. Like you say, this is maximum points for him, what is possible, and really good job. No, I feel a bit bad for Tom in a way because obviously he came into the season with no expectations. So then when he finished seventh in Argentina, everyone was like, "That's amazing." Then he got a couple of podiums, and now fans, industry, everyone expects that from him. When maybe, maybe we shouldn't expect so much so soon. So, like, sometimes I think he finishes fifth, and that's fine. But people, not shit on him, but they just don't give him the credit he deserves. So, do you have to kind of remind him that, like, this is all good. You're doing well. Like, we're learning, we're building. This is good. Exactly. I mean, our plan was to get him inside top ten for the first third of the season, and then uh, work into top seven top eight and uh, the plan was maybe top five towards the end but he surprised us and like you say uh, people take it for granted if somebody has already two podiums in his second and, and third or fourth race and uh, and then if he has a fifth place was well, still fantastic for for his stage of the career they're like ah oh, now he's fading already he's in a, he's in a hole or i don't know what else you know but but they don't understand also the pressure what builds up with these young people and uh, no, he handles it well and today he showed everybody that he has it. One thing that I've been wondering through watching pit boards and your signals and the way you guys are working with him is one of his issues maybe staying in it for the whole race, keeping the pace at a consistent level, not worrying about what people are doing behind him or in front of him. Are you trying to just get him to focus on himself? 
Yeah, like today was a bit of danger when, like in second race, when uh, Renault came along or even uh, Olsen. I said straight to, to his mechanic, that if when we see that they come much faster, he just need to let them go. I mean, he's still a finishing podium when he when he maintains the fifth because he was second in the first one. But if he tries to fight them, then the last 10 minutes he's gonna die, you know. And that's he's just not on that stage of fitness yet or from the body that he can really push through for two complete races. And uh, we're working on that. It's getting better as we see, and we're on a good way, I would say. Speaking of fitness, I was also wondering this about him. Uh, it's a long season, his first t- uh, year in a factory team. That comes with signings, testing, a lot of obligations. He's obviously doing more races as well on top of that. Are you working with him to make sure he's still just as strong at the end of the season? Or do you even expect that at some point this is obviously going to take its toll on him a little bit? No, we, we monitor really that we don't overtrain him. I mean, it comes automatically a little bit when you have a calendar like this. Uh, three weeks in a row doesn't help. They, it would be better if they have some recovery time, but he's, he's doing well. And then that little uh, Dutch races, what is a one-day event, is like a super good tra- training, let's say, with, with marshals and real race action. That helps him also a lot. And he, he learns how to to deal with people around him before he, he was not so used to that you know but now he doesn't stress him as much anymore and he's learning and it's, it's, it's going, going good yeah. this is kind of a dangerous question maybe but it sucks that Hurlins is out but if there's one good thing do you think it maybe helps Tom having the entire team focused on him uh, I don't know because you could see him when, when Jeffrey was back He's even a bit more relaxed because, you know, all eyes are on him. Yeah. And now Jeffrey's out again and now all eyes are on, on Tom Vial again. And that, that's a bit the situation he needs to grow in still. And it's not easy to stand under this tent, you know. Everybody has high expectations and normally you need to win because it was like that in the past. Yeah. But he needs time. It's just the, the leader is not there, let's say, because yeah, he just dropped out and takes some summer holidays. <laughs> He's no, already in Indonesia. Yeah, exactly. No, no but uh, he takes it pretty good. But of course, you can you can see a bit when Jeffrey is not there, he's a bit more tight because yeah, everybody watch, looks in and ah, there's Tom Bial. Yep. This is the rider. Hellings is hurt. He's not here. So, and we need to talk about it. I'm still sad. It hurts me to say the words. Jeffrey's out again. It sucks. I guess he had surgery this week, and originally it wasn't known there was a chance he wouldn't have to have surgery. So, what did uh, Doctor Klaus have to say? No, there was a clear fracture. There was a little piece off and they fixed it with two bolts. And uh, now he's just recovering. He's the, the foot is in the cast again, uh, I think for two weeks. And then he started working on his rehab. So that will take a couple of weeks until uh, we see him back on the bike. We're looking at Lommel, Imola, that sort of time? I would think so. We shouldn't rush things because, I mean, that whole ankle was not full mobilized before. Yep. And now you put him back in the cast, that doesn't help the situation. And uh, no, I, we, we shouldn't rush things now. Yeah. How's his mentality? Obviously, I guess he took it pretty hard the first time around. I'm guessing he's just extremely pissed off, sat in a dark room somewhere, not talking to anyone. No, he just can't. He, he, he can't get it. Like, how much bad luck can one guy have? I mean, he got the spanking this year already with the first injury, and then you come back after, let's say, halfway through, and bam, the next one. And no, it's a big bummer for him. And uh, I mean, this year is in the books for him. He don't want to talk about it anymore. He's already focusing next season to be 100% fit and uh, will approach for next year again for sure. If there's one good thing that came out of this, that ride at Kegham's with a broken, fractured ankle, whatever, best one of his career, maybe? Like, I think we can talk about that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, f to ride with a with a fracture, not even knowing what you have, that that shows anyhow how how bad he wants it. He wanted to show everybody how how fast he can come back, and he showed it before and how good he actually is. And yeah, he proved it again. He's an animal, and uh, yeah, once once he's on the bike, it's, it's unbelievable. Obviously, if we're expecting him back at Imola Lommel more time, that's three rounds that he'll definitely miss. Tony is kind of up in the air whether he'll miss everything or be back next time. Any chance of a fill-in rider? Obviously, 2015, you did it with Simpson. Yeah, at the moment, I don't see that, to be honest. No. Now the flyaways, I mean, we, we cancelled some material, of course, already, and uh, then afterwards, it makes not really sense. Then you give a bike for one race or two to somebody, and... Uh, you also need to do all the testing, get the guys comfortable on the bike, so rather not. And uh, finally, on a completely different subject, uh, everyone's talking about track prep this year. Obviously, there's been a lot of injuries. Riders are blaming track prep. You've obviously been around a while, seen lots of different circuits, track prep over the years. What do you think's going on in that respect? Yeah, lately, I mean, it hits us hard. In the, in the last three weeks, we, we lost now, let's say, eight riders, I think. And yeah, it's not good. It's not good for the sport. Like now we fly away overseas and there's a couple of factory teams have no riders, you know. That's not what we're looking for. And it's hard to say. I mean, of course, before MX2, always uh, quite some water. It makes it dangerous. But of course, the track need to last for MXGP as well, because if they water also in front of them, it's even more dangerous. But we need to find a way to get the speed a bit out, to get it more safe. And the riders, I think, in my opinion, need to work a bit closer with, with like Rui or Ustream, who does the track preparation, get their ideas in, what they should do to get the speed down, get it maybe more rough, more technical, just to, to get that high-speed fix out, you know. You're definitely not the right person to ask this to, but I've been wondering it. Obviously, Rui's still around and doing the whole track prep thing. The first year he did it, uh, 2016, I remember always seeing after qualifying, all of the riders stood around him. Is he still working with the guys as closely? Like, do you see him under your one in at all? Like, I feel like they're maybe not doing it as a big group anymore, but maybe he's still doing it one-to-one. -one. I don't know. I think it's less, yeah, like you say. In the past, they, he got them together and gathered. When he was new, he wanted to have their input and thing. Of course, he also learned, but... In situations like this now, I think they should come all together and, and everybody should give their feedback, what, what they don't like, what should be changed, what helps the whole situation, still keeps the race fluid, let, not like a stop-and-go race, but the overall speed should, should drop a bit because when these guys hit the ground, it hurts. They just need to do something like maybe, I don't know, 7pm every GP on a Saturday. There will be a meeting in this spot. If you want to come and have your say, do yeah. so. If not, stay away, but we will be here at this time and this is a place where you can have your say, I guess. That would be a good idea, in my opinion, for sure. No, we need to work. We need to involve the riders there as well. Paul Jonas, uh, MXGP of Germany. Pretty solid weekend. Ended on a really good note, and you survived the front flip. So those are good things. Yeah, I think the first uh, positive thing is that I survived the front flip because that was really high speed crash, and luckily nothing, uh, nothing really bad happened. I just hit my leg muscle, and but uh, for the rest I was fine. And then you know today. For sure, we ended up on a good note to the second place in the second moto, but unfortunately, we missed uh, the podium on the last lap with one point. And uh, you know, the first moto, I got pretty decent start, but you know, first laps tried to try to ride too aggressive and uh, made too many mistakes, got arm pump, and then you know, it took me a while to to get going again. You know, then in the last laps, I I put some pretty decent laps and the lap times, but you know, it was just way too late. That was only last 10 minutes, but. Second Moro, great start, was straight away behind Geyser, could follow him for some time, you know, to learn some lines and, uh, 
you know, just learn some tricks behind him because he's really fast in those tracks and managed to pull the gap to the third, third place, which was really positive. And, uh, you know, then finally felt like back in MX2 days when I could just ride my own race, which was pretty cool. When you were following Geyser, was there one big thing that you learned, like a line he was doing that you didn't even think of or anything like that? No, I think it was, wasn't was really something crazy, you know, like he was taking more, more or less the lines which I was taking before also. He was just hitting them a bit more hard and just way faster. And then when I was by, behind, behind him, I could also manage to get the flow and stay close to him and uh, hit also the lines harder and uh, go also faster overall. I guess that second moto just proves that in this crazy MXGP class, you just need a start. If you get a good start, you can run the pace, be on the podium, maybe win one of these things. But with a bad start, it's really hard to come through. Yeah, for sure. You know, start is really key because you see uh, how tight the pack is. You know, and when you go in the finish line, there are like five, six riders in uh, 10 seconds. That's pretty crazy. And, uh, you know, the start is really key, especially in track like this. Maybe when you go to Lommel, then it's not so important because there's really many places to pass and uh, just overall it's really heavy physically but like in tracks like this it's really important to get a decent start and I think I proved that in the second race you know also it was pretty good and good for my confidence that I could prove that uh, I have the speed I have the fitness to run uh, up front for 30 minutes. Speaking of tracks like this obviously a lot of riders have been talking about track prep lately Mm -hmm. Uh, what did you think of it or what do you think of it this season as a whole I was surprised they ripped the entire track last night. Uh, I think actually this weekend the track was really good. They, uh, it was rough. It was technical. It was maybe dangerous in some places, but it was good because before all the season they flat way too much. You know the tracks were uh, literally like road racing sometimes. But this track was really technical, really rutty, which brings the speed more down and I think separate the riders a bit more. Of course, it's dangerous with the crashes and stuff like that. But uh, we are racing motorcycles. We are not road racing guys or speedway guys. We need bumps. We need ruts and. Uh, Big jumps, of course, also. So when people are blaming tracks for all of the injuries we're seeing, you don't really believe that at all? No, no, I don't think that's really uh, because of the tracks, you know. I think just the, just the speed is super high in uh, MXGP class. Especially in MXGP class, those injuries happen. The speed is super high. Uh, and uh, we go, like, flat out for 30-minute morals. And every single small mistake sometimes costs a lot, you know. And uh, many big crashes happen. But I think that's not because of the track prep, but because we are pushing the limits. And uh, two more quick things. Is the eye all good now, 100%? Obviously, you've got nasty stitches, but is it good? Yeah, yeah, the eye is good. You know, uh, after the first moro, they stitched it directly. And uh, it, w- it was all right for a second moro, of course. That I couldn't see properly because I put uh, like the tape on, which was covering like half eye. So that was a bit difficult. But now it's all good. You know, it doesn't bother me and I can do everything what I want. And uh, finally, uh, just talk us through the front flip. Was the video worse from what you thought it was when you were actually going through it? Like, how did you? How did it happen? How did you style it out? All of that. Actually, in the video, it looked uh, pretty nice. Like, <laughs> I was watching. It was like I was like, okay, maybe I have, maybe I need to go to gymnastics <laughs> because uh, it was pretty nice flip. But you know, in the real life, it happened so fast that I even didn't know uh, where I, how I end up. You know, and then the bike was so bent, and uh, luckily, uh, nothing nothing bad happened. And I'm still. Uh, on two feet and uh, with, with all broken bones. Yeah, Darian Sinai, uh, MXGP of Germany. It didn't really work out the way it should have done results-wise, but again, I feel like there's positives because obviously speed was great and that's kind of, I guess that's just a thing you like cling to in situations like this. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's, you know, difficult weekend. The results show that. But yeah, I mean, in, in warm-up on Saturday, I went out and, and I was um, P6, you know, and I wasn't really piecing the track quite good together. Um, and I was only yeah, like a half a second off. And then I went out in time practice and got P5. 
which was okay. I mean, for for the situation, and everything, the speed was pretty good. Uh, I got a decent start in the in the qualifying race and ended up crashing, um, and then just can't really make up much ground on the track. So I was pretty far wide today, and then the first race, yeah, I was I was far back, and then I crashed on that uh, a few laps in when I was trying to work my way up, and then uh, yeah, I was like pretty far back, and I was going good. Like four laps ago, I think I was the fastest on the track. Um, and then the second race got a good start from the outside, was in the top 10 and just kind of waiting to find my spot and find my groove. And then unfortunately we had a bike issue, so I had to pull out. It's annoying in a way because like obviously conditions here are kind of similar to Russia, like hard pack, similar weather. So had qualifying gone well and you got a decent gate pick, we could have had the same thing, like whole shot maybe, cling on to a top five and then that would have made it a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, definitely on like the hard pack tracks and everything right now, it's um, with what I got going on with the Epstein bar, it's uh, I don't have to extend my energy and stuff as much. Like Latvia, if you wanted to go fast, you just had to really grind and, and work it. Here, you just kind of get a little bit more technical, find your lines a little bit better. So definitely the hard pack tracks were, were helping me out. Just, yeah, it was unfortunate we weren't up on the start every time. Would you say that you're actually getting better now? Like, I think the last time I spoke to you was Mantova, so what, two months. Do you think you've actually gotten better, or is it so small that it's not even worth saying? Uh, it's pretty small. I have, like, highs and lows. It's just, it's, it's gnarly. I mean, obviously, like, I never really knew about it, and I've never gone through this before, so it's, it's a tough thing to go through. Um, but, yeah, just trying to stay positive through it all. Is there a chance that, like, you're not going to be better at all this year? Like, is that starting to become a possibility? Because I'm guessing... Like, by now, what, we're six months in since you found out or whatever? Like, I'm guessing by now you thought you'd at least be, like, 90% there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's not, the, I haven't got the progress that, that we wanted and everything. I mean, anything, you never know what it could happen. Um, but, yeah, I think we're, we kind of decided a little bit this weekend that we're probably going to sit out Indo. And, um, and that'll give me, like, four weeks off. So I think if I can rest a couple weeks... Um, and then slowly start building a little bit of fa- uh, base again. Uh, it's definitely, I think, better for my for my health and stuff rather than going to Indonesia. Yeah, like sitting on the couch for three weeks, I guess that will do something. But I, I guess it hurts in the same way because yeah. when you get back on the bike, like blisters and then you're not race ready and all of that. So like, but it does help a little bit, I guess. I guess you don't know what to do. but Yeah, yeah I think we kind of just strategize a little bit, like kind of one week completely off second week start doing like just very minimum you know i mean real real easy and then just slowly build back into it but i gotta i start like the last break and stuff i started feeling like okay yeah maybe i'm good now and i I started going too hard and and i rode like three days training right before montova and then it was like the worst race that i had and i was like dang why did i do that you know i gotta i gotta just keep it conservative a bit are you doing like anything in a week at the moment, like gym wise, bike wise, anything? Mm, I did a ten minute cycle this week, <laughs> just spun the legs out. That's about it. So uh, I guess even like take away the Epsom bar bike fitness, you've yeah. got to be feeling it in that respect as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and then it's definitely hard to to tell a difference, but I mean, I can just feel it because when I'm trying to push like my hardest, I just don't have it, you know. Like, so it's not even like I run out of fitness ten minutes or something in. Yeah, I mean that's happening too, like ten or fifteen minutes, but. I don't. I feel like even when I'm pushing, I'm only riding at like 80, 90 percent max. And uh, last thing, it's obviously early to talk about it, but another thing that sucks about the situation you're in is you've got to uh, talk to teams at home here and try and explain that like this isn't me. Like, believe me, I can yeah. show you doctor's reports. Like, that's a tough, uh, tough sell. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, it doesn't look good in in any situation. I mean, everybody, every team and stuff, they're looking at 
you know, your results, and, and that's basically it. And so when I start to explain my situation, obviously it comes off as an excuse and everything. But, I mean, just deep down, you know, whatever's going to work out, it's going to work out. I'm going to try to do everything I can. And, I mean, when I'm healthy, I know that I'm going to be up front. And yeah, that's just about it. Mitchell Harrison, uh, MXGP of Germany. Another solid weekend, and, like, consistency is maybe the hardest thing to find in a situation like this. But you kind of got it at uh, 12-12 last week, and then uh, two times in the top ten again, I think, today. Compared out to a month ago or so, and this is, like, uh, proper progress. Yeah, a lot of progress. You know, I had to figure out the bike uh, and then just the style of racing. Um, so it's been a lot of progress, and, you know, I'm really coming into my own, loving the bike, uh, loving the racing, and, you know, I just need to figure out starts. And I, that's, I think, the difference for me getting a potential podium or top five to where I'm at right now. Uh, I always have to come back from, like, 18th or 20th, so that's fun. Yeah, but I guess that's funny you bring up the podium, because I guess that's one of the weird things about your situation. Like, you've been on the MX2 podium in GPs before, so whereas someone else in your situation would come in, build up, you kind of know what it's like to taste champagne in either series. So I guess that's kind of tough to manage expectations. Yeah, uh, I mean, coming in, I'm sure there's huge expectations on me, but, you know, I only had a week to be on the bike for my first race, and then we had a month off. But, you know, still, I just couldn't figure it out uh i don't know what it was but yeah i know i can be on the podium i mean i was up there with hurlings uh, and then i was up there with uh the best guys over in america so i know what it takes and uh i know i can get there so it's just it might take a little more time and it might take until next year but i know i'll be up there eventually and uh based on your own expectations are you ahead of where you thought you'd be at the moment or is it taking a little longer uh definitely take a little longer i mean I, obviously I thought I should have been top five. I mean, look at my fir- very first race, so it was the top five. Uh, it's just the starts. It's the, it's so hard if you don't get a start here. The track is so different. In America, there's more lines. You can pass easier, and uh, it's hotter over there. So uh, everybody's really s- similar here. But I think this week it was really good because I passed a lot of people, and I was really fast. So we're definitely building in the right direction. It's easy to say that like getting stars is an excuse, but it's the same for every single guy. Like, I don't know what it is about the tracks this year or the competition or whatever it is, but everyone needs a start in either class to make it happen, and you're just another name in that group. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody's fast. It, you go back to 20th. They're fast. I, I mean, I've been battling back in 20th, so it's, it's all about the start. It's so different over in America. If you don't get a start, you can get back up in the top 10 if you're one of the top guys. I mean, you can get back to top five. But here it's just so different, and it's awesome. It's great competition. It's fun. Uh, but once I get a star, I feel like I'll be deadly. Back in like uh, five years ago or so, the big thing comparing America to GPs was that everyone was saying Americans were better at intensity right out of the gate. Do you feel like maybe you're lacking some of that here, though? Because obviously once everyone gets spread out by lap two, it's impossible to make progress. So if maybe you could make quicker progress in lap one, that would at least give you kind of the feeling of a good start. Um... I don't think I'm lacking in intensity. Uh, it's hard to be really aggressive in the in the in the back of the pack because uh, if you get over aggressive, you're going to fall. Um, but I actually make quite a few passes back there uh, on the first lap. And it, over in the states, they are aggressive, but you have more lines. That's that's the, that's the thing. So um, I wouldn't say they're more aggressive over there. Uh, they like to cut over on. They, they really like to cross jump over here. So that's 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 different. So sometimes I'm like, whoa. Uh, but yeah, it's just I, I'm, I like to be patient the first lap because it's better to be up than on the ground. 
And uh, what did you think of the track this weekend? Obviously, it's hard pack. People are going to look at that and go, oh, you've ridden hard pack before. But from even the nations here, this place is pretty uh, unique, I guess you'd say. Oh, it's a really cool track. It reminds me a lot of High Point. Um, not as much elevation, but the ruts, for sure. And it's it's awesome. Like, uh, you just got to be smooth. If you override it, it's going to bite you. So uh, it bit a lot of riders this weekend. So I, I was just patient and smooth, and it... And it treated me well, so I loved it. And uh, summarising your journey so far, obviously we've been trying to do these for ages, but we're finally getting it done. So in your first uh, two months or so, what would you say the easiest thing to get used to was and the hardest thing? Ooh, the easiest thing to get used to... Uh, that's that's a tricky one, because... You can say nothing's easy. I'd imagine nothing is easy. <laughs> no, everything's pretty hard. I guess the easy thing is that, you know, Bud Racing helps me so much. They do basically everything for me uh it'd be a really hard transition without them so i can't thank them enough especially for bringing me over here hardest transition uh the tracks it's way way different way different than america but i love it i think it's making me a really good rider and if i go back to america i think i'm gonna be a better rider for coming over here and uh are you in for indonesia teams going and that whole deal oh yeah we're going so that's pretty cool do you know what to expect from indonesia like i'll be real with you i'm english it's a long way from home for me it's weird. Like, it, it is just straight weird. Well, I heard that uh, you'll be living like a millionaire over there. The money's really cheap. Uh, everything's really cheap, so that'd be cool. And we're staying in Bali. I mean, it's kind of, it seems like it's going to be a vacation. And then we're going to go race some dirt bikes on the weekend. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be an awesome experience. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I ever thought I was going to go there. So I'm just excited. And uh, finally then, uh, we've got seven of these things left. Uh, what would you say your expectations are or what would you like to achieve before this thing wraps up? Oh, I definitely believe I, I could get a podium. Um, I'd really like to get up front and follow Prado for a few laps. Uh, he's an amazing rider, so it'd just be cool to stay with him for a little bit. Um, but I, I think that I'm fast enough to challenge for wins and challenge for podiums. I just feel like I need to start. Uh, Valentin Guillo, MXGP of Germany. Uh, it's been a while since I got to say that name, obviously. First race of the year, first GP, new team, all of that. Uh, just sum up how you thought it went. Uh, you know, this winter I want to stop racing, like, uh, even riding. When I was thinking about riding a bike, I was so... Uh, it it, uh, it made me de- disgusting. No, like, uh, uh, I don't want. Uh, so you thought it was shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. And... Um, yeah, then I just rode two times in USA because I was there with my, my cousin and I, I took uh, my gear and I just ride, but that was nothing. And then I did nothing, only skiing and uh, ski touring here at my place in Switzerland. And um, yeah, beginning of April, one friend told me, yeah, come, I have one new 450 Honda 2019. Put your gear on and go ride and uh, let's see if you, you still like it or not. And if you don't like it, it's it's over and you do something else and you go work. And, uh, okay, beginning of April, I put my gear, I go ride, and I was like, oh, it's them. Ah, yeah, I still I still enjoy to ride that. And, uh, yeah, then I raced Switzerland. Uh, I go in France. Then I did one race in uh, in uh, Germany, ADAC. And uh, Alex from Kempe. I was there with my... Uh, I always race... Uh, and all, all riding was with a standard bike and I was riding there with my standard bike and then um, yeah he said yeah 
if you want to race a German GP, you can come. Uh, I pay you to, to entry, to staff, and, uh, and we do everything. And I say, okay, let's go, we do that. So I really want to thank Alex for that because uh, it was a good opportunity to, for me to see, uh, to see where I am now and uh, what I have to work for the future. And uh, yeah, uh, pretty, pretty well. Uh, two months, uh, two and a half months ago, I want to stop uh, riding a bike, and today I finished 13 and 15, so it's not so bad. Now, uh, for the future, I know that I have really to work hard physically, be more in shape, lose a bit my fat, and then uh, then we will see. The most important thing is, uh, did you have fun, or do you still hate it? <laughs> yeah, actually, I really enjoy. Really, I felt much better than in the past doing a GP. I was like, when I arrive on Friday, I was so stressed and. And I was just hoping to, to, to leave, to be back home safe. And actually, I was just happy to be here racing. I enjoy to ride. To be honest, the guys go really, really fast. The level, it's, it's, it's really big. Like, people can understand. Like, really, okay, 13 and 15, it's, on the paper, it's not so bad. Uh, yeah, it's not something crazy. But when you see that uh, from the... 7 position to the 16 position we, we are riding in in the same second uh, on a lap time uh, in in the race it's it's something crazy so so yeah the level is really high and uh, it's great it's all world championship and and yeah that's it so. do you think the level's even higher than last year then oh uh, yeah yeah sure sure it's even higher i think every year it's going higher and higher and and faster and faster and And the guys are uh, are pushing till the last lap, and uh, really, it's it's uh, yeah, it's it's big level. And uh, just to be clear, then this deal with KMP, just in case there's any teams listening, uh, that's not for the whole season, or you're not locked in with a contract or anything like that. No, I have no contract. Even in Switzerland, it's just a friend to give me a bike to just to ride. I have no contract. The only contract I have is it's. It's with uh, 6D, uh, 100%, and uh, an Alpine star. They really, I want to text them because they they still support me even I wasn't riding this winter. So, yeah, uh, really great that I have some people like this behind me. Also, I have uh, like the the watch Tiso, who support me now uh, since 2014. So, yeah, I'm free. So if uh, one team need me, I'm here. I will uh, I will work really hard the next um, weeks to. Like to, like I said, to, to be more in shape. Have any teams spoken to you at all this year? Like, obviously, Boss need a guy, Geber need a guy, KRT need a guy, Factory Bike would be nice. Maybe <laughs> maybe two guys, what I hear, unfortunately. I think they need two guys, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, me, I can do nothing. I, can, I just show that... Uh, That uh, with with full, yeah with not much time on the bike and uh, stuff like this uh, I can do top 15. So now if I can work really professionally, have a team around me because you know in the week I'm doing my tires to go practicing to do the races. It's me who change my tires. I do my bike. Uh, I clean my bike. Uh, I do everything on myself. So uh, I, yeah, if I can have uh, people around me. Uh, I think I can quickly improve a good result and uh, yeah but yeah it's not me who take that decision I just show what I can do on a bike and uh, I am happy I think I, I can still uh, still do some scrub <laughs> yeah you did win one thing uh, this weekend I think you won the MX Vice scrub egg competition like 
that's something. I don't, we don't pay bonus money, but it's something. <laughs> yeah, always, always on that jump in the Chantal. Everyone are, are going for the limit for the biggest club. So yeah, it was, it was cool. It's cool. We we had some good shots. So. And uh, finally, it's a bit of a deep question, but over the last 12 months, do you have any regrets about any decisions you made, or has this actually been a good thing because you found the fun in motocross again? Oh yeah, no. To be honest, yeah, you know, we don't have. You know, in the life, we don't need, don't have, uh, we don't need to have regrets. Uh, <clears throat> to be honest, the biggest regret I have it's when I had a, a big opportunity to Suzuki Factory in 2015. They proposed me a big, big contract for 16 and 17, and and yeah, I was a bit too young at this time. My head was not strong enough, so I missed that big opportunity. That's only a regret I have. But uh, yeah, you know. Uh, It was tough, really tough winter. Uh, but yeah, now I want to be back. That's it.